My name is Aaron, and this is Dan. We're back with brand new Kickin' Jams. That's right, on the Dan and Aaron Like Arama. Um, music! <laughs> well, I'm the Space Goblin, and I'm here to say that when you cross the street, you best look both ways. <laughs> Tell me, rapping Space Goblin. No, we're not going to do that, because otherwise... <laughs> We did, that. We did a whole episode it for the rest that. of the entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we already did a Space Ghost episode. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Um, oh, man. Well, let me tell you, I am in a great mood today. Nice. For three reasons. Yeah. First reason the humidity dropped yesterday. Oh, wonderful. The best. And Richmond is not a swamp today. It is. <laughs> Uh, um, anywhere else in the country right reason number two uh, I listen to thrash metal most of the day I listen to that's fucking uh, cool four anthrax albums Slayer, Rain and Blood uh, and both Stormtroopers and Death albums and it was a great day I love S.O.D. That's just, like, one of those bands where, like, you put on Speak English or Die, and that is just right. one of the best records. It's just, I just smile the whole, right. it's, like, 20-some tracks, and it's, like, maybe 25 minutes. <laughs> I know S.O.D. only through you and your brother, and oh I'm so happy that I know them as a result of that, because they're freaking awesome. They freaking rule, like... Freddy Krueger Bruce. I love milk. Wish I had some goddamn milk. It's cereal just ain't the same. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's so good. Uh, and like they have uh, diamonds and rust. And like that's the whole song. <laughs> that's awesome. But uh, like I love all the rec- I love all the songs. I love uh, Live at Budokan. Which was recorded in New Jersey. <laughs> or maybe it's New York. It's of New course. York or New Jersey. But they uh, they 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 did the same uh, album cover as uh, uh, Cheap Trick Live at Budokan, but they just put Sergeant D on the cover. <laughs> and they, they pretended it was a Budokan. That's awesome. <laughs> they just rule oh it's so good I love that band but yeah when they do um, <laughs> uh, uh, on the album I think my favorite track is uh, What's That Noise because mm. it's like a minute long and it's, there's just this like crackling like static <laughs> and the guitar is like and the singer's like wait wait what's that noise do you hear that what is that <laughs> they're just like mad at yeah. the is, there, is your headphones messed up I don't know man what's that noise <laughs> it's just stupid <laughs> so much fun god I love I that. love nonsensical shit like that yeah, yeah. I love S.O.D. god it's so mm. good oh god it's so good it's just so good. They make me so happy. And like, Anthrax is cool, but I can't get over the vocals. Like, I have an issue with the Anthrax right. singer. It's just, okay. he's great. He's phenomenal. He's just like not my cup of tea. Which is fair. But uh, 
but SOD is like the growling, and I'm like, yes, right. we do this. God, SOD is so good. Anyway, uh, and the third reason why I'm in such a good mood today is because no. we're about to spend some time talking about two of my favorite things, which are an Adult Swim show and one that became an Adult Swim show after its, like, second tiny season or something. Heck um, yes. One is Eagle Heart, and the other is On Cinema, At the Cinema. And the... Uh, they both have just... The, the world building on these shows is great. I'm going to start with Eagle Heart because it's smaller and... Okay. Uh, I can I can save all my rambling for on. Oh my God! It's Chris Elliott. Yeah, it's Chris Elliott, oh, and he plays yeah. like a he plays like a Walker Texas Ranger character. Oh man! And uh, and the show was produced by Conan O'Brien's company, Conaco. Oh, it's got Brett Gelbin from uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Oh, I'm yeah, taking that all your thunder his... away. I'm going to shut up. I, I'm going to stop. I'm no, sorry. No, no, go. No, I'm glad that you're happy. Yeah, that it was one of his um, big breakout roles. Because this He's was like best. 2015, 2011 to 2014. Okay. All right. And uh, so, yeah, and he's, he's just wow. like the dumbest guy. His character is just so <laughs> dumb. It's so funny. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, it's like a cop show, mostly Walker, Texas Ranger, and it's little 10-minute episodes, and it's okay. so funny. Um, if oh, you have HBO, uh, it's on the Adult Swim Yeah, we've got that. Um, oh, segment be on so HBO Max, the whole series. Yeah. And it's like, it, it each, each episode gets better. It doesn't, it doesn't build on itself that much, so yeah. you can kind of jump around. But um, but the third season, it's uh, <laughs> it's Chris Elliott. He's like going on this quest, uh, to f- like get revenge and like find the person who did something bad. Okay. Um, and he goes, like, he kind of goes all over the country, and I think they end up in like. Oh, yeah, they end up in the Amazon okay. and all this stuff and it's just <laughs> wild but oh, I love God. his amazingly fake blonde beard oh this is going to be great that might oh, be I'm... real knowing okay. Chris Elliott's uh, you know knowing him in like right. uh... actually yeah I think it is real because if you've ever seen um... <sighs> let me back up alright sorry so Chris Elliott no 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 Chris Elliott is, uh, he came up as a writer on Letterman's show in the early 80s. He started there yep. in like 83, 84. And he was known for being a, a, an oddball guy doing oddball characters. He was the guy under the stairs in right. the studio. And it like the, the aisle, the stairs in the aisle would just like lift up and he would pop up and have some like bizarre <laughs> sketch. Right. Um, and then the camera would cut to his like apartment under the sta- under the audience, and he was the guy <laughs> who lives under the audience. <laughs> um, 
he would do he would impersonate Marlon Brando, uh, but he wouldn't change he wouldn't put on makeup or anything. <laughs> he would right. just like put on like a scarf right. and talk a little bit like Brando, but not a whole lot. <laughs> and it was just like an attitude of like superiority, arrogance right. that he would put on any right. and he would bring on a shopping like one time he brought in a shopping bag with him and he's like, All right, I'll do my famous banana dance. And he scatters a like a, maybe 20, 30 bananas on the floor. And Paul Schaefer plays, I think the song's called Alley Cats. It's a famous song. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. But on the pause, he would go, he would, he would spin around in a little circle. And then at the end of each bar, he would go, bananas and do like a little shrug like a ta-da kind of shrug so he would spin he would spin in a little and there was the banana dances bananas oh my god i'm so excited bananas he does that like three times and it's just that's the whole that's the whole thing and he acted like it was right. it was fantastic. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, that's um, funny. Uh, and so anyway, he did all this crazy stuff there. Um, he did the movie uh, oh God, what was the name of the movie where he's uh, he's uh, a fancy boy on a pirate ship and like uh, um, uh, Andy Richter was in it like right before he got on Conan. Okay. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, and then he had the show Get a Life, which was a hilarious show. And right. again, no continuity. He often died at the end of the episode, and the next episode they act like nothing happened. It was a fantastic <laughs> nice. show. Get a Life right. is great. Go find that. Um, so, so Chris Elliott is just fantastic uh he's in uh there's something about mary he's the guy with all the hives on his face yeah but um, more importantly he's, God, he's um so mr shit of Shit's creek he yes he is the mayor on Shit's creek yes yeah yes yeah. uh rolling shit yeah rolling shit he's, he's roll- so God, freaking good that on that oh he's the best he's so fucking good love him um, in Shit's creek so like chris elliott has like the resume of a comedy god mm-hmm. he's definitely like one of the best funny guys right um, but he'll like he'll do an amazing show for like two seasons disappear for five years come back do yeah. something amazing disappear yeah. for a couple years come back do something amazing he's he's that right. like guy um god he's so good so this show eagle heart i mean frankly the reason I love it so much is the second half of the third season. Like, it's a really funny show. It's a fabulous show. It's really funny. It's fantastic. And then I'm going to spoil the heck out of the, the end of the, the series finale. Do it. So if you don't want to hear that, fast forward. But basically, the third season... Uh, the chief is like dying and uh, Gelman's character gets killed. Uh, and then there's like another Gelman and it's really weird. 
and it, it gets very surreal. Um, okay. And so he's on this like quest to uh, figure out what's going on, and it's going badly and going badly and going badly. Uh, and at one point, he and this is after two and a half seasons of killing people and shooting people and people blowing <laughs> up and stuff. Right. He uh, he uses the death punch on someone, and nice. he's so he's so distraught that he did this. Um, <laughs> That he's like, oh God, maybe I'm a bad person. And he's yeah. wrestling with this. And uh, he gets uh, all this bad stuff. And uh, he um, goes in a closet, like a janitor's closet or like a bathroom at a gas station or something. Right. And he has his belt around his neck and it's tied to the door and he's going to kill himself. Okay. Right. And he's he's dying, and then at the last second, th- something happens and he survives. Like the the door opens or the belt breaks or something, and he right. survives. And right. so that's when they go down to the Amazon. They get new identities. There's all this all these threads start coming in that uh, connect everything um, to their past. There's an apocalyptic cult. Um, okay. Uh, God, it's it's so wild. So they take all these like throwaway plots that were just who cares, and they like forget about them because it's just right. like it doesn't really matter. It's fake, right? And then they start bringing them back, and so that's where you get this apocalyptic cult in the uh, in the um, Amazon. Um. Oh yeah, it's 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 Chris is put on trial following the death punch from season one. (laughs) Man, I'm so excited about this. So it goes back two years. This trial, Um, and uh, first of all, after he uh, stops, uh, he uh, he. Oh my god! It's just it's. It's so big in the stupidest way possible. It's like, I can't express how dumb it is in the best right. possible way. Um, so, I am nothing but excited about this. Having, like, man, like, Amanda and I, we, um, my wife and I, we, we binged so many, like, random, goofy uh, shows uh, through the pandemic. And yeah. just, like, the most bottom-of-the-barrel, like... I remember probably one of my absolute favorite ones was that we watched all of the DVD of um, John C. Riley as um, uh, Oh Brule, uh, as Doctor Steve Brule. Yeah, I love Steve Brule. My God, that was so freaking good. I loved it. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So like the last like five episodes or so, instead of being like one day. Like, one of them, once they get to the Amazon, like, they're there for a long time. And, like, there's, like, the marshals have, like, a big, like, they're the the stonemasons, kind of a big secret. This apocalyptic cult down there is trying to, like, change everybody in the world and, like, uh, uh... 
I forget what their goal is. It was some kind of like taking over the world, ending the world goal. And the way that they do it is through like a really stupid TV show that no one, like everyone immediately changes the channel. (laughs) And then you find out that that was all the devil toying with Chris. And uh, even better. Oh my God. And so, and and then, and so, uh, it was just the devil messing with him. And then (laughs) there's like a, which door do you go through? And he goes through one door and then they have the last episode is, have you ever seen all that jazz? It's from like Um, 1979 or something. Oh, the, the, the musical, the musical, the movie about and by Bob Fosse starring uh, Roy Scheider. Um, no, I've never seen it. I know of it though. Oh, dude, go watch it. It's it's like, it's kind of a glorious train wreck. It's this I guy. Know. Okay. It's Bob Fosse basically was like really struggling. Right. Um, and so what did he do? He made a musical about it. And right. It's kind of like if Network was a musical. It's just this guy's like collapse. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And uh, at, at the end of the movie, he's in the hospital with a heart attack and he has this sort of hallucination where everyone he's known in his life, the people that he's wronged, the people he's loved, his friends and family, like everyone's there. And he right. sings this song and there's this big show number and it's that's his like hallucination as he's dying in a hospital bed. Oh my God. I that bring sounds this, amazing. It's incredible. I bring this up because <laughs> the last episode of Eagleheart is almost a shot for shot remake. It's like a glorious remake of the end of all that jazz. Okay. That's it cool is, as hell. Uh, and it brings back three seasons of this goofy, dumb show. <laughs> it's just incredible and that it's is a like a hell of a conclusion wow it's you're like you're kind of like genuinely moved right but you're also this is hilarious <laughs> it's so like, over the top like whoa but what the heck <laughs> it's like it's like if queen it's right. like if freddie mercury wrote an adult swim comedy. It's so crazy okay. over the top. And then spoiler after spoiler, after spoiler, the right. very end of the series, I almost want you to take your headphones off. You find out. Do you want me to tell you the end? Just tell me. I mean, dude, I, okay. I don't get spoiled by anything at this point. I, yeah. So yeah, if, if you don't want to hear the end that wraps the whole show up. Take your earphones off or fast forward like 30 seconds. But the door swings open and, and you cut to the, you're back in the bathroom, the door swings open and Chris's head flies off and he immediately dies and his head lands. You're back in that bathroom. So the whole like five episodes have been nothing. Ah! Have been like a, a, an instant of a hallucination as he died. Oh my god, that's and fantastic! His head, the belt 
somehow cuts his head off. His head flies in the air and lands in the toilet, and the guy comes in and, like, craps on his head. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, that's, it's, I mean, it's horrible, but it's also <laughs> And oh, that's the it. end of the show. <laughs> that's how they end the show. It's like credits. And, like, you've watched half a season of a show that all these people worked on and wrote and acted and produced where you have, you go to the Amazon and there's a doomsday right. cult and the devil shows up and all this stuff. <laughs> and it was all nothing. It right. was all fake. It was all a total waste of time. It's, it's amazingly par for the course though, for a Chris. Elliott show. <laughs> I mean, it absolutely feels like something Chris Elliott would do. Yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah, you put Chris Elliott and Conan O'Brien together, and that's what you get. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I don't think Conan, like, wrote on it. He just produced it. But, oh, right. my God, it's so perfectly Chris Elliott. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, you just, all this elaborate architecture of the last season. Right. The, the, it's the, the first time that they had an overarching uh, thread, an overarching narrative. And at the last minute, he just pulls the rug out from under it and the whole house of cards collapses. It's so satisfying. And when that happened, I I hadn't laughed like that in years. It was the funniest thing I had seen in a very, very, very long time. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so looking forward to watching it. Oh, Oh my God. Okay, so so it's been more than 30 seconds. Everyone came back in. But when you see the end of the show, it is... It's just, it's so stupid and clever right. and arcane, and <laughs> it's, it's like a Rube Goldberg machine of complexity. Right. And it's also completely idiotic. It's delightfully <laughs> idiotic. It's I just, it's so amazing. Excited. It's one of the, it's one of the greatest works of art. It's one of the right. greatest, like, feats I've ever I've ever seen. It's brilliant. Um, so yeah, go watch Eagleheart. Um, I am absolutely o- gonna go watch Eagleheart. That sounds freaking yeah. fantastic. I'm excited. Yeah, it's 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 bonkers. Um, so the other show is on cinema at the cinema. Okay. Um, okay. And this is, it started out as a podcast and then it became a web series and then it got picked up by Adult Swim on their website in the third okay. season. All right. Um, I don't think it ever got on actual Adult Swim TV. Um, and now, the last couple seasons, it's been on um, a paid subscription website, which okay. in universe is actually very funny. Okay. Um, All right. And it also lets them make five bucks a month or whatever from you. Okay. Um, right. So, On Cinema at the Cinema is purportedly, it is two movie buffs talking about the new movies coming out and they rate them and review them. Okay, that's the premise. That's the premise. And the first couple episodes, you're like, okay, I guess that's all this is. Right. It's one of those, like, you have to sit with it. You need patience for this show, because this show is made by criminally insane people. Right. (laughs) It's a slow burn. It will only reward you. And I... It will only reward you if you sit through it consistently. 
Yeah, I mean, you'll be okay. rewarded instantly because right. it's funny, but it is <laughs> such a slow build, and it only builds. It never right. collapses. It only builds. Oh, that's, okay. And it gets right. so, in, it gets completely insane. Right. So, uh, the character, the, the guys reviewing the movies are Tim Heidecker from right. Tim and Eric Awesome Show and Tom Goes to the Mayor and all that. And uh, Greg Turkington, who you may know is Neil Hamburger. Oh, who, sweet. So it's Neil. It's my God, man. I love Neil Hamburger. And oh, why? Yeah. I've seen... <laughs> Have, have you and I saw Neil Hamburger together, right? Yeah, we did. We saw him in was person. It, was it you, me, and Mike saw him together? Yeah. 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 And it was, and it I was, was, was going to drive home and I drank sort. too much, so Mike had to drive home. That yeah, was, it was, it was, that was embarrassing. And, it was before some rock and roll show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. I think we were in the the small room at the Black Cat. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I seem to remember so, that. So I heard... So Neil Hamburger side note um started as just a goofy side project from uh greg turkington was in some bands uh his biggest band was probably zip code rapists this was in like the early mid 90s and he was kind of buddies with mr bungle and like him and trey spruance um worked together he was like the roadie for or not roadie, but like, like manager, I think for secret right. chiefs three. And he might've been Mr. Bungle's manager at, for a while. I don't remember. Oh, interesting. Okay. But anyway, so like they, they were like buddies and he put out a tape of uh, prank phone calls in like 92, right. 94, something like that. Right. And one of Mike Patton's label, Ipecac, one of their first records was a reissue of that album. And, so this is like 99, 2000, when their website comes up and you could download an entire song as an MP3 <laughs> on ipecacrecordings.com. And <laughs> oh, I lived on that website. That was the first message board that I hung out on. Yeah. Um, that I like hung out, hung out on. Um, and this was like 2000. And this is the first time that I learned, oh, the internet can be mean sometimes. Sometimes uh-huh. there's trolls. That's not fun. Yeah. But mostly it was super cool. And we were just like a bunch of music dorks who loved like, and like weird stuff. Um, But so one of the tracks was the best track off that album, which is I'm in your band where it's, it's Greg Turkington and he's as Neil Hamburger, but he, he's not doing the voice yet. He didn't start doing that voice till like 2000. He just did kind of a, Hey, I'm a stand-up comic. That kind of a voice. But he called up a guy. He's like, hey, I saw you're adding the want ads. You need a bass player. I'm in your band. All right. (laughs) And it's like, like, I don't even like, like, crank calls. I don't, I don't think they're that funny. I never liked the Jerky Boys. But this one is so funny because he's like, he's just like, uh, he, he, it turns, he, he vacillates back and forth be from, Eager puppy, let me be in your band. I'm I'm so good. I'm in your band, uh, to just abuse, and just okay. <laughs> and just arguing with the guy. And he calls the guy at like midnight, <laughs> saying, "Yeah, hey, I saw your I saw your ad in the weekly. Come on," uh, and, and so he's like, 
He's like, here, here, here's a song. Here, I wrote a song. I'm so heavy. Do, 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 do. Gotta get down. Do, 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 do. <laughs> like, yeah. That's legitimately one of my favorite songs. And he's just making up the dumbest thing he can imagine. I'm so heavy. Oh gotta God. get down. Um, oh, God, it's so funny. So And so Neil Hamburger became this like like mixture of Andy Kaufman and Tony Clifton where he's in a tuxedo and he has like an arm full of cups. He has like three glasses that his right arm is holding up as as he holds the microphone and to get like, if, if it's not awkward enough, he'll drop one of them and it'll like break on the floor and water will go everywhere. <laughs> if people try to yell out the punchline, he coughs into the microphone. <laughs> he gets so mad, too. If, if oh, somebody tries man. it. Yeah. I love that he, he just picked fights with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. So much fun. So <laughs> I so I heard this one track in like 2000. I was like, wow, that's really funny. And then around 2006, 2005, I think 2006, um, my friend Nat found him on YouTube and was, uh, and he played some for me. I was like, oh my God, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. And it's just these like, it's these like really rough, offensive jokes. And it's mostly like making fun of celebrities either because of their drug addictions or because they died or because they were you know whatever um like he has a whole bunch of songs about the red hot chili peppers being drug addicts um if you google google neil hamburger cranberry sauce and go (laughs) on a journey i'm not going to say anything about it just do it just go on a journey um and then come back and so we were like, this is amazing. And so me and Mary, uh, we were then uh, just started dating. We went up to Baltimore and saw him. And we were like, yes, this is this like pilgrimage to Baltimore? And we went and yep. he was upstairs at this little club and he's <laughs> doing the whole thing. And someone was like heckling him or trying to join in or something. And right. he's like, oh, ex- ex- excuse me, can we... Uh, can, will you? Would you mind shutting the hell up and getting the hell out of here? Yeah. Tell you what. How about this? If someone has a hat, why don't we just pass the hat around the room, and everyone can put in a quarter, <laughs> and that'll be enough to give you what did it cost to get in here? Six dollars, five dollars. That there ought to be enough for us to refund your money. And then we'll hand you a hat full of quarters and we'll throw this asshole down the stairs. Can we do that? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's let's do it. that. Let's throw them down the stairs. What do you say, folks? And we're all in. on. We're like, yeah, yeah, get them. And it's just so like wildly abusive, off color, very funny, right. but also just like stupid jokes, just not funny, like not clever. But right. it's... The performance is out of this world, amazing, like yeah. otherworldly, second level comedy. It's so right. good. Right. And after the show, I go over and I bought a t-shirt. We bought a DVD. And I was like, this is amazing. We drove up from Blacksburg and you know, oh, we love you so much. And he's like, oh, wow, thanks. That's really cool, guys. Thanks for coming out. Wow, that's great. He was just the, the nicest guy you've ever met. He's just yeah, so sweet. Yeah, once he sweet. comes out of the, the Neil Hamburger role... 
he's like just very sweet and innocent. Yeah, he's very gentle. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was like when you and me and Mike saw him in DC. It's like, he's so abrasive. It's so funny. Right. It's just a fantastic show. And so it's him as, as him and Tim as fictionalized versions of themselves. So he's not Neil yeah. Hamburger. He's Greg Turkington. <laughs> and, and he's this, so Tim is this like, the first few episodes, they're just two like mediocre guys right. who think that they're good at reviewing movies, but they're not. They have no insight. There's no value added. There's no analysis. They're just, right. I like it. Oh yeah, that part was cool. And that's it. And it started out kind of as a parody and mockery of kind of what you and I do right now, where it's all yeah. this thing was cool and great. I love it. Here's why mm. I love it. Because there's a million of us. We're a dime a dozen. Right, um, exactly. But, Which, by the way, if you're still listening to us, you should stop. <laughs> and this is like the most on target we've been in a while. We're yeah. staying on target way more than usual. But I just, I'm, I'm so over the moon. I'm so infatuated with these shows. Uh, 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 so, uh, yeah, so they start out, they're just like, they, they, they give every movie five bags of popcorn. They'll be like, well, you know, I, uh, I really liked... I really liked it, but you know, I wish that it, I wish that they didn't do this part. So I'll just give it four bags of popcorn. But uh, but you know, I I like the fact that it was animated. So I'll give it a fifth bag. So yeah, five bags of popcorn. And like good or bad, they always get five bags of popcorn. And they never do the like really cool movies. It's always like the most forgettable schlock. Right. It's it's just it's so just that you're like okay, this is fine. This is fun. I'll watch this <laughs> for ten minutes. Right, right. And then the universe building begins. <laughs> which which is always good news in a meta show like these, which you and oh I my God. love. <laughs> now, we ever since, like, around the turn of the millennium, Harry Potter really set off world building. Yeah. This is the first book of a series. And then, right. you know, you get all these teen and child books where yeah. it's part one of 27 or whatever. Right. And right. you and you started getting yeah. universes, you know, the right. MCU and the DC universe. Universal tried to do a dark universe. Blah, blah, blah series. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Universal tried to do it with the monster movies, the mummy oh, and, I remember and that. the Wolfman, yeah. and they were gonna do more. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh wait, no one wants this. Sorry." Yeah, yeah. Um, which I mean, I would love to see it, but whatever. Um, uh, uh, so all of those pale in comparison to the world building of On Cinema. The On Cinema <laughs> universe is a mad scientist's. Not mad scientist, more like a criminally insane person screaming in the streets. <laughs> a mad it's engineer. Just, yeah. Like to say it's a, to to say engineering or science is making it sound linear and logical, <laughs> and it makes it sound like there's an end goal. These right. guys are just crazy and self-absorbed, and most importantly. Incompetent. <laughs> Which is the they, best part. 
they are completely incompetent. Yeah. Um, Tim, over the first few seasons, he quickly shifts his attention from movies to uh, his personal life. He starts talking about um, right. the foreign exchange student, Ayaka, who's staying with them, and then his wife leaves him, and he hooks up with Ayaka, and they have a baby. Uh, okay. All and right. the baby is Tom Cruise, <laughs> Heidecker Jr. <laughs> the thing names the I kid like- Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise Jr. That's that is a fantastic name. I love that. And then he starts bringing in this like sham doctor who's who thinks everything is, like Western medicine is bad. You should only do like he gives him acupuncture with golden needles because gold can't get dirty, and so he never washes the needles, and so he gets all these infections oh, on his face. Oh my god! And he Ew. tells them not to vaccinate Tom Cruise Jr. And so Tom Cruise dies because he's oh, not course. vaccinated, and so right. right. Uh, and so around that time is when Tim starts his band Dakar, okay. which is Tim Heidecker Dakar is just the end oh, of his okay. name. Right. And it's this like over the top rock band and uh, it's like kind of glam and he kind of dresses <laughs> like he kind of starts dressing like Johnny Depp. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, uh, and he thinks he's like a big rock star. Um, right. and Greg is like desperate to keep the focus on movies and movie right. criticism, which they <laughs> suck at. And like Greg wants the Hobbit movies to win all the Oscars. And he's convinced <laughs> that there is a write in campaign where Hollywood is going to, when it's not nominated, it's still gonna, everyone's going to write in the Hobbit for best picture uh, at the Oscars. Because <laughs> he's crazy. These are crazy yeah. people. They're crazy <laughs> idiots. They're, yeah, right, right. And like they're truly yeah right. And like Dakar gets away from rock and rebrands as an EDM band called DKR, and they do a remix, and they only have one song, "Empty Bottle." He's like, "I'm like an empty bottle." And they just do it over and over and over again. They play that song and like they remix it, and then they do like another version later. Um, and Tim. Later, then he starts a web series called Decker. Again, hi, Decker, Decker. And he's like this 24 Jack Bauer type super spy who's just amazing at everything. Okay. And he tricks Greg into being on the show by, (laughs) he does like an interview with him in a suit. And then he takes that green screen footage and puts it into the show. So it's like really obvious that it's fake because it's really important that it looks like garbage. Of course. Right. And on, and so you're watching. And so like there's parallel TV shows because you'll watch on cinema at the cinema. And then the next day they'll put out Decker. And then the (laughs) next week they'll talk about the last episode of Decker and what that did to make Greg angry. And right. so Greg gets mad because Tim used him without, he tricked him into being on the show. So they get in a fight about that. And then like <laughs> between that season and the next season, they decide to collaborate. And now Greg loves Decker because he's, it's his project too. And so now he loves it and he thinks oh, it's great. He's, he's in on it. So now he's, he's in like, on it. Exactly. Okay, so now he's all it, happy. And right. so he starts, so they go to Hawaii for the second, second season of Decker And Tim makes, so by letting Greg co-write it and be a producer, he just uses Greg's credit cards to pay for these trips to Hawaii to film. Ah, 
<laughs> and he just he's Fantastic. so abusive and the whole i should say the whole time tim like yells and throws right. things and if you've ever been like around abusive people or yeah. been abused it's like scary it's very yeah. like triggering like right. there are times like i never got hit or anything yeah. um but i've i've been like you know around people who are like scary i um, have also been in the uh i guess the periphery of folks that behave in that way and it's yeah it, it's it, it's unsettling it's downright unsettling. it's very like scary yeah. um and uh but um but he'll do like that and there like there was one where he starts throwing it and greg just like runs away and i'm like yes that's what you should do right um, but uh oh my god uh and so you'll be and so like in the middle of decker he starts uh the third season tim just like he decides he's this big rock star with uh Dakar. Now he's this big Hollywood star with his like shitty web series that no one watches. <laughs> like in universe, no one watches it. Right. Um, and and so he he just like stops preparing the show. He stops reading the script before they roll. He does one take and leaves. And so in the middle of a take, Greg will be forwarding the plot, and Tim is like, "Wait, what? No, don't fucking do that!" And they <laughs> cut and uh, and. Greg's character is the master of codes. He's this like okay. master code breaker. And Oh, okay, got it. Right, right. And Greg's whole thing is he's the movie buff. He's the expert. And he's always on his the co as the guest. He's always the guest. He's on almost every episode, but he's never the co host. He's always the guest. Oh, and it just okay. like gets right. under his skin so bad. Right. It's so like right. insulting. But that's part of yeah, that's part of the like the shittiness of it. Right, yeah, right, it's right. part of Tim's being uh, an abusive narcissist, an terrible yeah, right. guy. Okay. Um, but his like claim, his big proud achievement is that he he claims to have the biggest collection of VHS in America. Oh, which right. okay. it's like okay. 2010. Who cares? And he right. says that like DVDs aren't as good. Like VHS is the best one. Uh, and uh, like he his collection gets destroyed and he has to rebuild it and then that gets ah! destroyed and he has to rebuild it again. Like, it's so awful. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and, and so in the show, he keeps, like, shoehorning in uh, <laughs> Greg's character, Kington, which is just right. Greg Turkington. You get rid of Tur Kington, just like Decker is High Decker. <laughs> It's just the laziest, stupidest stuff. It's so funny. Such as Kington. Kington. And, oh, like, funny. they keep forgetting, so they'll call him, like, Clinton or Kingston. Like, they keep messing it up. Because, <laughs> like, they can't even keep that straight because they're, like, right. incompetent. Oh, that's but his character, whenever he breaks a code, it always has to do with, like, the stupidest movie trivia you can imagine. He's like, <laughs> hmm, this reminds me of a James Bond movie. 007JB. That must be the code. <laughs> it's like the like, most useless, like not applicable, pointless code. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And it, and of it. course it works because they wrote right. the show. So naturally right. that's what and 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 like the third season, 
Greg writes it and because Tim doesn't care anymore and so he fights Dracula and Tim like stops they're like no we're not doing this anymore I'm not fighting Dracula this is stupid um, and the connective tissue between these two incredible shows right Eagle Heart and On Cinema the connective yeah. tissue is once you get to Decker okay. you bring in the, on, the only person who does good acting in universe Okay. They all do phenomenal acting in real life, playing these incompetent boobs. Yeah. But the only one who's a real actor in-universe, Joe Estevez. Wait, as in Joe, as in Estevez Brothers. As in Emilio like, Estevez. Emilio Estevez, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen, Martin Sheen. It's, it's Martin Sheen's brother, ah! Joe Estevez. That's Who hilarious. has been in like a hundred oh, movies. Oh, funny as hell. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and he's... I'm not sure which he was in first because these are both like the early 2010s. They're both like the right. early 10s, these shows happening. I think he was on Eagle Heart first and then came over to On Cinema. But both shows, he plays a fake version of himself. Right. Okay. Which is glorious. So on Eagle right. Heart, he plays, he's like kind of just broke and he has all these like dumb ways of like saving a dollar, like taking right. extra ketchup packets at the food truck or like, right. Ooh, extra napkins. I don't have to buy napkins now. Just like <laughs> stupid ways to save like 20 cents. And he's, right. he's really proud of it. And he gives, he tells people like their tips. Right. <laughs> so like he's passing point, on this great knowledge to the youth. I'm pointing something out real quick. I'm jumping in. Um, yeah. Joe Estevez. So I went and I, um, I Googled, um, Joe Estevez because it was clicking something nerdy in the back of my brain. I was like, "Yeah, why is this like lining up with some shit that I like?" And I found the common the common thread is him and um, freaking um, let me make sure I got it's uh, Robert Zadar who has this amazingly huge chin. Like. Okay. Think of any Hollywood actor's chin and multiply it by ten thousand. With so Robert this Zadar. is like beyond Bruce Campbell. Beyond Bruce Campbell, right? Um, the two of them were in Soul Taker, and um, that is a uh, MST3K movie, and it's one of the oh, best MST3K movies okay. that they ever did. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure he's probably been on MST3K a few times. I actually, I'm looking at his MST3K page now, and oh, okay. he's been in no less than six different movies that the, uh, <laughs> that that the MST3K right. crew have riffed. <laughs> so, and, uh, so, as you keep watching on cinema, like, Joe Estevez is the only guy that you're like, oh, I love him. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone yeah. else is horrible. Everyone is horrible. <laughs> like, they're so bad, especially Tim and Greg, but, like, the other people, you're like... Actually, no, that's not true. Most of the other people are like innocent victims, right? And then over the over the seasons, and and all of them until the last two seasons are on. Um, well, the two most recent seasons are on YouTube. You can sit there and watch it. I wake up at like five in the morning, and I watch my shows before people wake up. I watch um, my shows. Yeah, I watch my yeah. shows. I watched the Lord of the Rings show this morning. I loved it. Oh, it was. Cool super slow and it actually wasn't that slow but it was like yeah. nice i loved it right um um but uh but so i would sit there and binge on cinema 
and Decker and all the other properties. Um, <laughs> it's just this tangled web of nonsense. Because right. they also do an Oscar special. And so while the Oscars are happening, they're doing a special. And the, they all have very little, in a three-hour special, or well, like two hours plus breaks, they'll talk they'll talk about the oscars for maybe like 45 seconds okay because <laughs> it'll be like the 40th anniversary of jaws 2 right or <laughs> like something <laughs> stupid like that um like what okay like there's one where uh, i don't want to give it away but it, and and it and it always it always builds to some grand finale of nonsense right that you never see coming but it makes perfect sense like it right. it like the the trail had been there all along and then they hit you and you're like oh my god of course of course right. that happens um and it's they're improvising it's a live stream and you can sit there right. and log on and and watch it live as they're improvising these insane loser incompetent morons and they don't break. They don't crack. It's an amazing marathon of improv and that, acting and character work. It's just, it's really, like, they're actually really impressive characters. That is impressive as hell. I mean, and, actors. And that, that in itself is just cool as shit. Like, simply the fact that they're doing those characters for that long and maintaining character. If nothing yeah. else, if they are maintaining it with that level of consistency... Man, freaking hat tip, man. Hat it's amazing. Tip. Yeah. And so, oh, oh, and Joe Estevez, when he comes in, he's on Decker. He plays the president. So just like <laughs> Martin Sheen played the president on West Wing, Joe right. Estevez plays the president on Decker. The in-universe spy drama of the idiot fake version of Tim Heidecker. It's just, it's unbelievable. But Tim, like every season, Tim has a new like identity crisis, whether he's like a rock star or a TV spy guy right. or uh, one year he got really religious. One year he uh, he got really like it was like the year before Trump was elected. He was sort right. of like like he was like he saw the writing on the wall with Trump and he was all about Trump and he, there was, right. Oh my God. The only time I've been scared is there's a, there's a scene where he, he has a gun and he's, he does like the gun of the week with his bodyguard. Who's also like uh, a crazy Trumper. Hey. And he's, he, uh, he pulls it out and he's like, look, it's not loaded. And I'm like, Oh God, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, no. And he, uh, he points it at his face and he's looking at it and I'm like, okay, I know it's fake. <laughs> I know this is fiction, but I'm so scared that he's going to blow his head off in real life. <laughs> right. Cause right. you never do that. Oh my God. Why would you ever yeah. do that? Like even right. as a joke with a no, yeah. you know, it's fake. Why would Unless you do that? Unless you know with certainty that that is a fake gun. Oh my God. Right. Okay. All right. And everyone else runs away. Cause of course you do. Oh, of course. But, yeah. But he's just like his ignorance and his stupidity keeps surprising you. It's so right. bonkers. Right. And so, and then he has a music festival, uh, the okay. Desert Sun Music Festival, where his crappy EDM band that plays a remix of one song 
place. Oh, and he gets all into vapes and Dr. Sam <laughs> comes back, the doctor who told him don't vaccinate your kid and the kid died. He oh, comes yeah. back, who sells him a vape nutritional plan where you take you smoke a vape pen instead of eating. Oh my dear lord. And it turns out the vape was full of like like crack and meth <laughs> and speed all and the drugs all this possible. stuff yeah right yeah it's just a drug cocktail and so he's like all addicted on this and he's sitting there vaping during the middle of the show like a create like a like you know he's addicted to six different drugs and right. so and so dr san like changes the formula and so now everything's okay again and right. they have this music festival and they hand out vape pins to everyone who comes and like 20 people die right <laughs> and so then there's a trial and there okay. and that was like a six episode drama in the universe and they filmed it just like a court and it's the first time you've seen them out of their element and someone else is filming it and someone else is in charge and someone else has authority over him right and it's hilarious Oh, that's and it's it's slow and everyone else is very calm because they're professionals they're attorneys and police and a judge and then Tim gets up and he's a crazy idiot and he and he fires his lawyer and defends himself and like Greg takes the witness stand and that's a shit show it's just hilarious because everyone else is like trying to be a human being right. <laughs> and like trying to be professional, capable adults with these two crazy idiots. Right. And it's just, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's, it's like a master class in world building. And the YouTube comments, 90% of them are in character. <laughs> random idiots like me are like okay. it's like wow great episode five bags of popcorn and a, a little mouse so that I could click <laughs> on the like button and so and there's like thousands of people acting like them around this oh man that's yeah. fantastic and there's that's Tim so heads funny. and Greg heads and Joe <laughs> freaks cause uh, Greg will be like well, you know, if you're a real Hobbit head like me, or if, <laughs> or if you're a real Bond head, he's always like a blank head. Right. It's just, it's the fact that they can't leave each other's orbit. Like, they need each other in this sick, twisted relationship. It's, right. It's, like, hilarious and upsetting and incredible. And oh, I it's, love this. it's the most car wreck of all the car wrecks you can't right. look away from. Right. Oh, it is just, it's, it's, it's the best world right. building I've ever seen. Right. Like, it destroys, it destroys uh, the MCU or James Bond or anything. It's just, it's amazing. Joe oh, Estevez so is amazing. Yeah. Oh, Mark Proch is in it from uh, the the um, Colin Robinson on on things we do. Yeah, Colin Robinson on thing on what we do in the shadows. Mm -hmm. He's on it. Nice, uh, yay! He started in the Oscar specials. He he came on and did like 
let's look back at an old comedy classic. And he did it as like W.C. Fields. And it was just <laughs> this like this like really shitty imitation of W.C. Fields. And he kept like, he didn't have any material. He'd be like, yeah, I died in 1946. (laughs) (laughs) Just like made a notes on, on like reading the wiki. Yeah, exactly. And and one year he did a tribute to the three stooges. And so he would come out dressed as Larry or he would come out dressed as Mo. Like he would come out as one stooge. And then he would like do a little scene where he's like, hey, Mo, what you doing? Oh, oh, don't hit me. Oh, I don't like that. And like try to do like a one man show as one of the Stooges. Without and it's anyone just else. Awful. Yeah. Oh my it's God. just him in front of the green screen. And the green screen is like a photo of a VHS tape of the three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> or like a, or like a, a, a screen cap of like the three Stooges remake that no one saw from like 2012 oh, or whatever. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. It's just, and, and he's like, he's like, yeah, it's it's me, Mo. I was a tragic alcoholic in later life. Oh, so, uh, that's right, his right. like, that's his like funny good time, right? Little right. tidbit that he throws in there as a gag of him being him. It's. Yeah, I'm going to throw out the deadpan. No, don't say that part. <laughs> it's just... it's They made a movie, Mr. America, that follows after his trial. He runs for district attorney because okay. he has a vendetta against the district attorney who tried him, obviously. So he tries to run for district attorney, and they made a movie about him, like a documentary. <laughs> right. And, of course, it's it's awful. That's probably the cringiest of all the things. All right. It's just, I can't believe how much they got out of 10-minute episodes of two guys in movie seats talking about movies. Well, this is the type of inspiration that, like, you and I need, you know? It's like, shit, they built a whole universe, you know, from nothing, you know? This is great. But, I mean, it's, like, second-degree mass murder charges... And run a, a, a whole political campaign, right? And a whole fictional TV show, right? And all these things spawn, spun out of this freaking two guys, quote unquote, criticizing movies. It's, it's, it's amazing. Well, that's the it's good shit. Completely because amazing. It's yes ending every like absurdist thing that you know you could branch off of the show from, and saying yeah, let's turn this into a separate bit of this brand now. I love that. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I just I can't I can't express how um, how impressive it is, right. and the breakneck speed with which they do it because it's ten episodes a year. It's a yeah. hundred minutes a year that they do all this. Right. And they somehow make it amazing. And they only just, do they they only do um episode they only do like episodes for a, a few months or, or they're not are they yeah. doing one every every week or what? It's one a week for ten weeks and oh then they're done until the next year. Unless they're also doing 
a, a, a secondary TV show. Right, like a follow-up thing. Oh, that's and great. Then they, and then they do an Oscar special. <laughs> like, this is fantastic. So, oh, I gotta, see, it's I just, gotta see this. There's a scene where there's... Someone is is in a coma and dressed as Oscar. <laughs> as a living Oscar. Oh my God. For like four seasons, uh, Tim gets uh, involved with... Uh, like a protein powder kind of company. Right. And uh, they get uh, 3D cameras. Not 3D right. cameras. What do you call it? Where you can like spin around. 360. They get like 360 oh, cameras. okay. Yeah, right. Like the bullet time cameras. The matrix cameras. Yeah. No, no, no. Like the ones where you can like, you, you like watch the 360 on your phone and you can like turn the phone around and you can see the rest of the room. Oh, oh. Is it panoramic cameras? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they get okay. some of those. And right. so and so for this, like, stupid show with these idiots, you can sit there and, like, turn the screen around, except they're, like, they're, they set them up, like, too close to their faces. So they have these, like, <laughs> giant foreheads or, like, giant chins, and it Hooray. just looks awful. <laughs> but there's one scene... It's the greatest reveal, but there is a scene where Greg is doing he he's doing popcorn classics, which is like he pulls one of his VHS tapes of like some right. forgettable movie from the nineties that no one remembers. Okay. Right. But there's one where he's doing it from his apartment. Okay. And it's in the uh it's with the 360 cameras mm-hmm. and it is the greatest comedic reveal I've ever seen because to see the joke, you have to move the camera around. And okay. when you move the camera, you are smacked in the face with the funniest thing you've ever seen. All right. It's Which so is? good. I'm not telling you. I don't oh, know. It. It's on. so good. It's so right. funny. No, no, no. That one I'm not spoiling. Okay. All right. But when, when he's doing a popcorn classic, in his apartment, turn the camera around. Okay, all right. It's Orson Welles, isn't it? I'm not telling. <laughs> all right. Maybe all right. it is. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's it's it is, um. Inspirational, is yeah. what it is. It is inspirational. The level of, of blood you can pull from that stone it definitely sounds like something what is it water from a stone blood from a stone whatever it is yeah it's just it's monumental yeah it is they're gonna they're gonna write they're gonna write about it in like textbooks in the future (laughs) it's it's so it is like i say they are like criminally insane people doing this show right uh and and the like i say a couple years ago they moved it from adultswim.com and youtube to um it's h-e-i as in heidecker again he's incompetent and unimaginative (laughs) (laughs) so heidecker becomes decker and dakar and dkr and high um but it's it's their website and it's you pay whatever money a month, like five bucks a month or something, and you can watch mm-hmm. it. 
So I haven't watched those yet, but I'm sure they're just as nuts. Right. Um, so yeah, they're still going, and it's it's crazy. It's completely it sounds fantastic. Bananas. It sounds yeah. freaking fantastic. Everyone should watch it. It's so good, and you should also, uh, you know, look up Neil Hamburger on YouTube. Yes. It's just Greg Turkington is a genius. Tim Heidecker is a genius. Uh, their whole crew, the camera people, the sound people, the costume design, everyone working on it is amazing. And all the level of commitment that um, Turkington yes. brings to his characters. That's, I yes. mean, especially with Neil Hamburger, it's every time that he, he doesn't go half ass. He's like, no, I'm here. I'm this character now. And I'm this character yeah. the entire time I'm on camera commitment is exactly what yeah. it is because the dumb things that will come out of their mouth mm-hmm. are just like a laugh ru- and I should say it sounds cringy and abusive and horrible you're dying laughing the whole time right like I don't love cringe comedy I don't love abuse mm-hmm. but I am dying laughing the whole time right it's, it's so absurdly crazy and funny I'm super looking forward to watching it. On oh cinema God. at the cinema. Yeah. And Eagle Heart. And Eagle Heart. Yeah. Both I'm really I'm 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 gonna yeah, be honest, Eagle I'm Heart, really excited about Eagle Heart. Eagle Heart, all of it is on HBO Max. Okay. On cinema at the cinema. All of it until like twenty eighteen or something is yeah. on YouTube. Okay. Alright. Someone some saint built a YouTube playlist with like 315 videos. Oh, wow. So it's the whole epic universe in chronological order. Good. So it'd be like, watch these two episodes of On Cinema and then this episode of Decker and then come back. Like they did the work. And there's also some interviews in there and the podcasts are up there. So, you know, watch those or skip them or whatever. But right. I haven't listened to the podcast and I haven't gone on HEI, but I will soon. Yeah. I'm just like taking a, I, okay, I need to live on planet earth for a second because yeah. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Yeah. That reminds me of the folks that, um, did some of the YouTube, um, compilation stuff with like, um, cartoon planet, the, the not space ghost coast to coast because oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah because there's so many like overlapping copyrights to cartoon planet um right. it's almost impossible to find so somebody put a youtube playlist of that up with with every one of the cartoon planet episodes and, oh cool um, they there was for a long while until the great crackdowns began um there was a really fantastic mst3k uh like there was a series of really fantastic mst3k uh channels and backup channels that had every episode because all of oh. the episode, all of the sh- the movies themselves, came with, um, you know, all sorts of uh, different copyright and all rights reserved stuff that right. came along with it. But those yeah, have gone I mean, the going way up the against Universal. The Cartoon Planet one are still there though. The, you can okay. still find Cartoon Planet out there. But yeah, I, I love I love when fans do that work, you know, and it's yeah. like yes, yes, you were slavishly I mean, devoted to this in a way that only I and maybe. 36 other people will appreciate you know? yeah yeah god bless the psycho fans out there oh yeah and i mean yeah go like 
buy the t-shirts, buy the DVDs, give them money. Yeah. Give them money first, you know, so that they can make more of it. Right. But, um, but also, yeah, make it easy to find. Yeah. Maybe watch the show before oh. you give them the money. Or not. I mean, you could give them the money first. Oh, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, those back in the day on, uh, uh, I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, see, now I'm, I've, that was like an, an uh, over an hour of just me. It was an hour, oh, my God, it's been an hour and a half of me gushing yeah. about these shows. And now I'm like, shoo-wee. <laughs> now you're ready to just zonk out for the night. It's like, I got it all out. Yeah. Oh, no, not weird. an hour and a half, an hour and change, but still. Mm. So now I'm like, whew, I'm glad that we're wrapping up this episode because... Oh man, I'm uh, well, been... I'm so happy. I'm just they they're so satisfying. Yeah. There's very little better than you put some brilliant weirdos in a room and leave them alone and just let them be insane and right. see what happens. Right. Oh, God bless them. So yeah, go watch those shows. Yep. Go watch those um, shows, like now, right now. <laughs> turn this, turn this podcast off. Go watch them now, now. We uh, we kind of both did the opening music. I guess you did the uh, no. Did I forget who did opening music? You, you did the both, opening music. Why don't yeah. we both do the closing music too? Okay. Um, Ready? Yeah. One, well, two. Here's the closing music. One, two, three, go. Okay, cool. Good song. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I'm glad we syncopated that up so well. Maybe okay, we good should night, do everybody. that from now on. All right, bye.